I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, and welcome back to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. And I can see you, Brett. Are you there? I'm here, yes. How are you, my good friend with your green top on? I'm all right. Um, I woke up hungover. I yeah. went to a spinning class, which I've just had to explain what that is to you. Do you think, uh-huh. do you think listeners know what spinning is? I, I would assume that they would think what I thought, which is like spinning plates. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've got in my football strip for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, a stationary bike exercise class is what I did. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was hard, really, really hard. Uh, uh-huh. Not helped by the six pints of Leffy that I had last night, I think. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... I thought, because I'm coming out on the balcony, I've obviously mm-hmm. been stinking all day today. I woke up hungover, yeah. didn't have a shower because I was like, well, I'm going spinning in a bit. So uh-huh. <laughs> probably stunk. <laughs> Done spinning. Definitely yeah. stink after that because I was sweaty as fuck. And uh-huh. then I was like, well, I'm going out on the balcony to talk to Britain a couple of hours. So I'll just get sweaty again. So, so you're still stinking. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, uh, very bad hygiene today. It's a bad hygiene uh-huh. day. But I've been locked away in the bedroom on my own. So nobody suffered. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's, that's all right. a plus point, isn't it? It is. It's good, uh huh. I mean, the weather's nice here as well. So I've, I've been heard. jogging. Yeah, Ooh, I've been jogging. Outside. O- outside. On the <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the stationary person. I, I'll, I'll move around. <laughs> no, I've been. Uh, it's the first time in about a year, I think, I've been jogging. And I'm the fittest, <laughs> or the unfittest, I it's should hard. say, <laughs> I've ever been it, in my life. <laughs> Awful. I'm getting back into me jogging. What do you think about that? After maybe it was Jory Racer that's inspired it. How do you think so? I think so. <laughs> you were, were you put to shame by Kevin Waitley. I was, yeah. I actually looked like Kevin Waitley the, uh, the first time I did it. Absolutely fucking. <laughs> it's hard when you haven't done it for a while and you feel kind of crestfallen, don't you? Because it should uh, be really easy just to. It should be. Run at your own pace for like a period of 30 minutes or something. It should be, but we're not getting any younger either. Are we? I mean, there's, no. there's going to come so a time where work. we just can't do it. So, so. <laughs> so what's happened since you come back? Have you been like um, that man at the end of Clockwork Orange? Have you just been pushed around? <laughs> no, I've, I've been like Dustin Hoffman. Someone came in and asked us if it was safe. And I didn't know what they were talking about. But uh, they just drilled me teeth. 
So, and I'm frightened of the dentist. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened there. I, what I've done is I've compiled a, a list of five things, American things, that uh -huh. I just don't get, right? Okay. That I don't understand. Um, the first one is the lists on David Letterman. Have you ever seen David Letterman before? I know that I meant to like him, but, but I don't think I like it. I don't know what they are. I know nothing no. about what you're saying. Oh, well, that's good then. <laughs> number number two is David Letterman. I don't I don't get David yeah, Letterman either. Why has he still got a big beard? The only thing I know about him was, did he not have to quit because he had an affair or something bad? Um, did he? Then he grew a big know. beard. Then he got some shows on Netflix. Uh-huh. I've seen, I've I watched, seen his beard. I watched about five minutes of the first one of them. I don't know who it was. It might have been Barack Obama. Or it might have been fucking, I don't know, Jay-Z. Watched five uh -huh. minutes of it and I just saw, I don't, I don't get it. I know people yeah. love him and think he's a genius and yeah. incredibly funny and stuff like that, but... I don't get him. He's not for me. Not for me either. That's why he's on the list, Cliff. Okay, That's why good. he's on the list. Well, we Number, agree on point two. Yeah, the, the next one I've got is... Uh, Slamming um, wedding cake in each other's faces. <laughs> Why do they do that? <laughs> when do they do it? At weddings. <laughs> when they get married, you know. <laughs> when do they do it? Oh, you mean the bride and groom will have a little bit uh -huh. and the smush of thing in their face. They, they put the well, whacking in each other's faces. It's daft, isn't it? I, I, my it's... answer for that is Americans are daft. <laughs> <laughs> there, there goes the American listenership. Is that a word? Small number, know. anyway. Uh, marshmallows on potatoes. What? They put, Who does that? On, that, on, on Thanksgiving, they put marshmallows on the uh, on the sweet potatoes. Are you say marshmallow? Marshmallow. <laughs> what are you? What do you want to say about it? Like? Well, I want. <laughs> it's not pronounced like you've pronounced it. That's what I want to so say. How, how do you pronounce marshmallow? Well, it's mallow, isn't it? Marshmallow with an A. I don't. So you're pronouncing no. it like the uh, like there's a DJ with a big marshmallow shaped head. You've just said marshmallow. marshmallow. You've just said marshmallow. I think there's something. You've done it here. yourself. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to bother with the last one anyway. Oh, tell us you the last one. No, I'm not going to bother. Tell us. No, I might pronounce one of the words well, wrong. Go on, I'll, I'll let it slide <laughs> if you do. I won't mention it. I'll try my best. I'll bite my hand. All right, then. Uh, college football. I don't understand college football. I don't know what it is either. I was going to say, like, <clears throat> anything to do with the colleges? Yeah. Soror sorority houses? Don't get that. Yeah, them words. I don't yeah, understand. Just, freshman? <laughs> What's a freshman? I don't know. And uh, sophomore? <laughs> sophomore? <laughs> you pronounced that wrong. It's sophomore. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Softball. Ah. I thought it was softball. <laughs> no, sophomore. So, yeah, there, there, there's just a couple of things for everybody's pleasure that I don't understand about America. Do you know that uh, that song, Cliff, that Simply Red song, Money's Too Tight to Mention? I do. Why does he keep talking about it then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about money, money. Well, this week... You asked us to watch Games Master because you wanted mm -hmm. to do some stuff about computer games, but old ones because yeah, new yeah. ones are are stupid, aren't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I still play hard. the new ones. I still play the new ones, but the old ones are always the best, aren't they? I've, but I haven't had a console after a PlayStation 2. 
That was where I Probably stopped. Not. Um, uh-huh. Although I've got a switch now. That's easy, isn't it? So I like that. Uh, um, you got a switch, didn't you? Well, I'm lending it off one of the people we're going to talk uh-huh. about, actually. Um, the lockdown mm-hmm. was good for the switch activity because everybody can't get back. <laughs> <laughs> you had, you've had it for ages it unlike, for unlike them DVDs that you, you borrowed that time what were they? which ones? off you? no no off, off one of your mates you, you borrowed like loads of seasons of DVDs oh. of someone Battlestar Galactica Battlestar I had to give them back yeah exactly yeah. I borrowed yeah. Uh, Father Ted off my mate Ross or like the box set of that we used to work mm-hmm. together in like the early 2000s and then we didn't work together and I, I met him for a pint about five years later and I, I took him the I took him the DVDs back because I'm a nice man so no, I'm not That's I'm lie, not saying John I know you're listening I'm not going to keep your switch for five years <laughs> 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 unless lockdown continue you know what I mean I mean it's not even it's off now it but I still haven't seen second it. wave Second, you're hoping for a second wave, aren't you? Yeah, just, just, just so, so you can, I can keep get further switch. on Mario. There's <laughs> <laughs> the reason I stopped playing games and getting new consoles after a PlayStation 2 because I got a Transformers game. I think it might have came out like after the first Michael Bay Transformers film. Um, uh-huh. And I just, I just couldn't do it. Like, couldn't yeah. do too many buttons to press. Like, you've got to press loads of buttons at the same time and stuff. Plus, mm-hmm. It's not for me. I just yeah. want, I want three buttons or four at the most. Or even one on the top of your choice. Ideally one at the top of all the trigger. Yeah, uh-huh. that's that's the best one. So yeah, we're, we're talking about um, Games Master, aren't we? Which was uh, a television program in the 90s. And I think it was the first one in Britain anyway about computer games or yeah. video games. Trail, uh, Trailblazer, um, I think. What? And mm-hmm. came out in 1992, so... Perfect uh-huh. for us. We were like 11. Um, yeah. And it was on for six years, I think, finished in 98. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like while it was on, I don't know if I kept watching it all the way to 98. Probably not. I mean, we, how old would we be? Yeah. Six, 17, 16 then or something? Like, yeah. We well, might have missed this. There's certainly a few on YouTube that I, I don't remember kind of watching do you know what I mean but, but when, it, massive, when it first came it? out it was I massive it, yeah. among people our age obviously when it came out it was like just when mm-hmm. SNES and Mega Drive were out I never had a Mega Drive or a SNES I had a Master System because you know? we didn't have enough money for the more expensive ones uh, right I did have an yeah. Amiga which I guess was more expensive and you could do more stuff on that well it was I mean Amigas are absolutely amazing things aren't they I loved it me yeah, yeah. I, first of all I had a Mega Drive first I think I moved up from the Commodore 64, then I had a, a Mega Drive, and then an Amiga. And the Amigas were just unbelievable. Absolutely class. It's a period of my life playing those games that I forgot about totally until we started talking about it. And then obviously yeah. most people were the same because as soon as we started mentioning Amigas and all yeah. these games, we had like hundreds of comments on Twitter and Facebook about what games mm-hmm. people remember playing and what they would like us to talk about and stuff like that, which is uh-huh. great. Um, so we'll get onto that in a bit, but the Games Master yeah. show, um, mm-hmm. basically it, presented by Dominic Diamond, who's a Scottish like presenter, DJ. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think of Dominic? I used to like him when I was uh, a younger. Do you still like man. him now? Um, from watching some of the 
I, I, th- I th- we still think he's quite funny. It's very laddie, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? As, uh, especially when it gets towards like the other episodes. At the start, it's a little bit geeky. Um, yeah. But I as, as it I'm, goes on, it's very laddie. I thought he was funny at the beginning. Like It's one of yeah. those where he's... Uh, and he's asking questions that are kind of taking the piss out. Like when the contestants come on, he's a bit jokey. Yeah. A little bit like when we talk about Funhouse, uh, Pat uh-huh. Sharp, like some of the things he said seemed a bit off. They didn't yeah. seem nasty or anything, just a bit like, yeah. just a bit odd. Uh-huh. And I think this is aimed at people that little bit older. Uh, mm-hmm. So Dominic Diamond goes that little bit further. But essentially, he's just taking the piss out of like 12 year old lads, which is a bit, which is a bit shit, I think. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, do. You know, of I, course I, you can get one over on these lads with the, the children, and you're a, a man. Uh-huh. I mean, towards towards the later episodes, he's talking to sort of celebrities like Zoe Ball and and people like that, and he's he's asking sort of leading questions. I think yeah. one Sam Fox, and he's being very sort of he's he's asking blatantly sort of sexual questions, yeah. but in a way that you know. It's hidden slightly, but everybody knows what you know he's talking about, apart from Sam Fox, obviously. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So uh, it's laddish in that sense. But at the start of it, it was it was very geeky, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I sent I sent you a message saying that most of the people on there, not the kids who are playing the games, but the the reviewers, because they do review sections of the yeah. games, and that they're like hired geeks, aren't they? <laughs> Hunter yeah. S. Thompson would love them. Well, they all were, they're all magazine journalists, aren't they? For they, yeah. they, they kind of all work for EMAP magazine, so who had a staple mm-hmm. of like computer game magazines at the time because this was huge, like the boom in computer games now. One thing I mm-hmm. thought when watching it is like the rise of esports now, yeah, like this massively predated it, and then uh-huh. it got cancelled because they were like, Well, nobody wants to watch people playing computer games. Yeah, I would, yeah. People that's are like that guy who's do turn down the Beatles, isn't it? Like the people uh, spend all day watching other people play computer games now, and, make, and people make millions of pounds from playing them. I mean, I remember the first time I went in to my son's room and he was he had YouTube on. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just watching this person play a game. I mean, well, why don't you just play it yourself? I mean, I don't but, get it, but you know, uh, yeah. I mean, but people make a hell of a lot of money out of it, don't they? I mean, yeah, I know, and it's two other world, and they get paid to attend events and play it live in front of people and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. It's huge. I uh, mean, I'd, I'm proper old school. I don't get, you know, talking to other people while you're playing on it or whatever, which is is the norm for the kids in in my house. I mean, I've got an 18 year old, and I've got a 14 year old. <laughs> oh, he's 19 now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> yeah, it was, his, it was his birthday two days ago. He's never going to let us forget that one. But uh, that's that's what they do. I mean, that's how they connect with their, their friends and talk to their friends. They don't yeah, go no. out. I mean, we used to go to each other's houses, didn't we? We'd, I remember yeah. uh, we used to go to our friend Paul's house and play. We'd have a championship uh-huh. manager game. We'd go on a Tuesday night. Uh-huh. That was, they were great times. Um, you know, a few of us would go around. His his mom would make us some food. Uh, we'd listen to some tunes. I remember playing you the beta band there. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Mogwai, we would listen to like some music and stuff. And then, so, you uh-huh. know, the other, some of the other lads would stick on like a mm-hmm. uh, after dark tape or something like that. So we'd all <laughs> listen to different types of music. We'd have a bit crack. All very yeah. wholesome, you know. We were just around the friend's house playing. Yeah, games, pretending uh, to be football managers and. 
signing people and all of that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the, the difference is that we used to get together to do that type of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't happen anymore, does it? Or well, it doesn't definitely doesn't now. Well, no. Well, it's starting now. But, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's, just a, it's just funny that there's a generation gap between people who play games. Do you know what I mean? I suppose there's where every, everything really, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so that's just the way that technology oh, Apart from so. Dominic Diamond, apart from Dominic Diamond, um, the games master himself was the guy that uh, he was a character. Yeah. And he basically set up challenges for people to come on and play against each other. Um, uh-huh. And he also helped people out who wanted tips on how to beat end of level baddies or how to get uh-huh. past a certain point in the game that they were struggling with and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was a floating head, like an agreement <laughs> with like a robotic yeah. eye and all that stuff, played mm-hmm. by the astronomer Patrick Moore, which Patrick was, Moore. Uh-huh. I mean, I remember at the time thinking, why the fuck is Patrick Moore the guy doing this? Like, he used to be on the sky at uh-huh. night, a really late night, gentle, <laughs> like astronomy program. And uh-huh. all of a sudden, he's, astronomy program, eh? he's on this. I know. Like, Kids going, Games Master, can you tell me how I can get past the snake on level two of Indiana Jones on the Mega Drive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes one. he would just say, no, yeah, bugger a, off. There's a great <laughs> one uh, on one of these. A guy turns up and he's like, Games Master, I was on here last week and I asked you what the cheat was for to get unlimited lives on Sonic <laughs> or whatever. And uh-huh. what you told us meant that I instantly died and lost all of my money and all of my lives. And he was like... <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have been trying to cheat. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, that was another reason to watch it, I think, because uh, we were gamers and stuff like that. And this was pre-internet, wasn't it? So, I mean, if you're stuck or whatever, you can now just go on the internet and have a little check to see how yeah, you do it, it or whatever. But you couldn't, no, you couldn't do that before. So the, the cheats were like a big part yeah, of, of watching the show. Also, like, it feels a bit shit now. I guess you don't care as much when you're younger, but now I don't think I would look for a cheat to get, like, on in a game. No, I wouldn't. No, I mean, like, I, mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. A hit well, I, and, a, I, I and don't. a tip, you know, like, a, oh, if you, uh-huh. like, I still play football manager. Like, I have a look mm-hmm. for, like, oh, what formations you can try and stuff like that. But yeah. I wouldn't, like, put a code in to make sure I never got beat or whatever because I mean, what's the point? What's the point? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so they were the two presenters, really, and then you'd have a kind of rotating bunch of adult gamers or gaming journalists who would turn up and uh, be, uh, uh-huh. like, co-commentators on the challenges that were happening and pop up uh-huh. new reviews of games and stuff. I mean, they were, they <laughs> were geeks, were they? Like, <laughs> well, that's a good thing, actually, about what Dominic Diamond does as he, he goes along in the show. He, he kind of he recognises that and he starts taking the piss really badly out of one of the uh, the guys who are like a reviewer and a commentator on the show as well. He's always got like a bandana on this this fella. I can't oh, remember yeah, his name. yeah, yeah. But he, he, he like starts him. like laying into this guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that that was quite funny the way that Dominic Diamond did that. He sort of recognised the fact that you know this is a little big geeky or whatever, and he started taking the piss out of it. Um, so you know it was good for that. The other thing about what you were saying with the cheats is uh, 
sometimes the cheats would like make that it well, obviously would make the game better. Sometimes it would like add extra things. So it was a game called I don't know if you can remember it called Evander Holyfield's Real Deal. Yeah, yeah, I remember so, that. I can't remember what, <laughs> what happened, but I remember the game. Well, it's a boxing game, um, and it was quite difficult actually, until you put the cheat in where you, you put your name as the beast. And what would okay. happen was all your stats would go up and everything. And instead of being like a normal boxer, you'd be green. Do you know what I mean? And you just beat everybody up. I mean, that was, that was, that was a great cheat. I rem- still remember that one. I was reading that apparently towards the end, Dominic Diamond wanted to make it like a late night thing. I think because he obviously wanted to be a bit more adult in his jokes and his material yeah. and stuff. Uh, but yeah, the guy was like, well, nobody wants to watch people playing video games. So uh, uh-huh. it also spawned other ones. Gamers World on Sky was one. I know uh, Wardy, who was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, he mentioned that, that, didn't he? Like, I've never seen it. I never had Sky when I was a kid, so I can't remember that. Uh-huh. Um, but Bad Influence I did, I on ITV, I remember that one. Uh, uh-huh. That was good. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I remember at the end of that show, in the credits, they did a really, really quick like it, all these cheats or whatever like yeah. flew past and you had to take it right, I, on a VCR. People won't pause understand it. this either. <laughs> and then pause it and do like a tiny frame by frame fast forward so you could just see yeah. like what these were. You had to slow it down. Like that, that was really innovative at the time as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I it remember was a, that. It was an innovative period for like kind of youth TV as well, I guess, like mm-hmm. um, the, the tried stuff. I read that also this was came under sports broadcasting for Channel 4, not youth broadcasting. Yeah. So it was like produced by the people who did Football Italia and Kabaddi. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Kabaddi, yeah. <laughs> Kabaddi's still a game Kibari, I don't Kibari, understand. Kibari, Kibari, Kibari. So we'll have to do that one at some point. But I yeah, saw some you, people you, playing Kabaddi right. on the uh, beach in timeout once. Did you? I think you mentioned that before. Like, Actually, I don't. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we watched two episodes. We watched the first ever episode from 1992, um, mm-hmm. and then we watched one from the fourth series. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting thing that they used to do was change the set um, with every series of it. So the first one was kind of yeah. set in a church, and there'd be little helpers like choir boys who would bring the people in and all of that kind of stuff, and uh-huh. it was candlelit and all of that. So it was kind of an atmospheric set. Dominic Diamond, very much an early 90s looking guy with floppy curtains, like a waistcoat yeah. and a granddad shirt, like and all of that. Yeah. It looked very much of the era. But I thought mm-hmm. he was, I, I actually thought he was good on that one. He was funny, yeah. but he didn't push it too far. And mm-hmm. it was the right level of kind of piss takey, slightly adult yeah. humor um, mm-hmm. that you would want for people who are 12, 13 watching it. But yeah. the one from the fourth series that we watched, I just mm-hmm. thought he was an absolute twat in it. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I honestly, I thought he's obviously decided his shtick is that he's uh-huh. a piss taker and he's a bit adult and he's a bit laddie or whatever. I'm sure uh-huh. he's... I'm not having a go at him in general. I just thought on that one episode, and I presume yeah. it was the same from that point on, that uh-huh. it was a bit like kind of trying to elevate it into that late night kind of thing that yeah. he probably wanted I, to be part of, but it was still a six o'clock show with mm-hmm. like 12 year old kids watching. So like, yeah. I just thought he went a bit too far with the, and he's wearing a white 
suit like he's John Lennon or Liam Gallagher or someone. Like, I just thought it was a bit, it was very mid 90s. Like that one was 1995. Well, uh, that's the thing. It's from its time, isn't it? I mean, oh, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, lad culture and stuff like that, we were, we were massively into. Oh, we? yeah. I, I mean, mean, look, the Oasis. Yeah. Loaded. And that, that was And all time. that stuff. I mean, it was, it's brilliant for us at that age. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see why people are, who are a bit older didn't yeah. get it. You can didn't see why it, people yeah. might look back on it now and be like, well, that was a bit mm-hmm. weird, wasn't it? That little period. But yeah. it, it absolutely worked at that time and everything tried to tap into it. Uh, yeah. Like, and we embraced everything. it as well. I mean, we of were course. all for it. It kind of grew so us that, up a bit, didn't it? It made us like stop playing yeah, with yeah toys and we could get into computer games we could play football but it was kind of cool to be football in the mid 90s play football in the mid 90s mm-hmm. because of the premier league was everywhere on sky and all of that that got mm-hmm. a bit of a reboot so it was like it was good to be a teenage lad then like uh, it, it, was it was an era that it's not like that now it probably wouldn't be like that again um mm-hmm. and we like um, we've said before you know we were fairly tame and good boys really um yeah in the grand scheme of things but we still uh-huh. enjoyed ourselves a bit didn't we um, well, of course we did yeah i mean well we well, massively into all that stuff and and the television programs of that time you know reflect that don't they they, they, they certainly do i watched the second one first so i watched the episode four one first because that must have just been the order you sent us the links in um yeah and I asked you to find one with uh, Echo the Dolphin in. <laughs> uh, it did for some reason. I, I, I don't quite well, understand why. I, I still don't understand that game. I remember it came out and it was, it was, a, it was a huge deal. When Echo the uh-huh. Dolphin came out, it was massive. The graphics, uh-huh. the gameplay and what it looked like. It was yeah. like, it was huge. Yeah. But I've got no idea what you were meant to do other than you were a dolphin swimming around the sea. It was boring <laughs> as fuck. I've got no idea why it was huge. I mean, I never had a mega dive, so we used to go around, or I used to go around to our mate Reedy's house. He'd come around mm-hmm. to mine one night, I'd go around to his the next night. For about five years, we did that every single night. Um, and he had the mega drive, so he had that. And maybe he just didn't read like what the instructions were or what you were meant to do in it. And obviously, I'm relying on him to tell us, oh, this is what you do in this game. Uh-huh. So we just used to swim around for a bit. And I'd be thinking, like, this is <laughs> literally the worst game ever. I've got no idea, like, what yeah. you're meant to do. And this, on this episode, it was Echo the Dolphin 2. So the, it was a bit of another one. I mean, I, I don't think it had anything to do really not reading the instructions because I, I had it as well. Now I had no idea what to do. It was just insane. <laughs> It was just absolutely crazy. And I'm watching this one as well. They've kind of got to get through the level in a, a certain amount of time. Yeah. And at, at one point, the dolphin actually turns into a seagull. Yeah, that was I, good. I, I, like I, he mutates into a seagull, right? then gets attacked by an albatross and gets thrown back in the sea where he turns back into a dolphin again. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> well, that what definitely we, didn't happen yeah. in the first one. So they've obviously thought that they need something to make it a bit more exciting. <laughs> Liven it up. Liven it up by turning the dolphin. This is a bit shit. What can we do? <laughs> Why don't we make him turn into a seagull for a bit? Yeah, good idea. <laughs> good <laughs> idea. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, I, I mean, you made us pick this one anyway because but, of Echo the Dolphin. But it ended uh-huh. up being good because what happens after Echo the Dolphin section, uh-huh. there's a FIFA uh, There element. is. 
Yeah. And I've got a story about Yeah, I've got a story about this FIFA game as well. I okay. think it was called FIFA FIFA 95. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. And if, I mean, I remember playing the first FIFA and yep. it was amazing. It oh, was yeah, like, absolutely. I've never I seen to, anything like it. It was I fantastic. It. When Reedy got that, like amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd never played a game like it. Football, yeah. you know, at 12 or whatever. It's just brilliant. Uh-huh. Like, well, um, there was only like three things you could do with it, really. And at the time, it seemed so realistic. Uh, yeah. But I think one of them was you could chase the ref, couldn't you? Like, that was like... <laughs> well, if you got booked, um, you could you could run away and the ref would chase you until you stopped. So that was it, yeah. That was, that you was could run away from the ref do. before uh, you got booked. I remember, I think it was Brian Heslop who had, had the game in in, uh, in my street first and he borrowed us it for a night because, I mean, it was okay, hot man. property at the time. Good on him. Good on you, Heslop. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was very kind of him. But I remember um, me and my dad just stopping up about one o'clock. I mean, it was a school night as well. And stopping up the play on it until like one o'clock in the morning, ah. and me dad having to drag himself away um, after playing on it and stuff. So it was amazing that game. And then the second one came out, so I asked for a, a Christmas, and I discovered where me mom and dad had hidden it about <laughs> about October time. So I, I sneaked a few sort of shots of it and stuff like that every time they went out before Christmas, and then pretend to be like surprised when, you know what? <laughs> what's the point in doing that i mean that's terrible <laughs> it's, isn't it, it like, is, it, it's, it's the worst thing like you think you've been great at the time but uh-huh. looking back now i mean what a stupid <laughs> shit thing to do like what? i know i mean i mean i was showered in guilt when i was doing it yeah, full of guilt <laughs> full looking of guilt. around listening out for the door going and stuff full of uh-huh. guilt all the time yeah. I mean, it's like having a wank in it. It's exactly and, like that. And then the postman comes. I've, ne- I've never managed that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, It's worse but when then, the window cleaner also, does. You're also ultimately ruining the best days of the year for yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> what's but you just, what's the point? You cannot resist though, can you? You cannot resist. <laughs> So, yeah, it's Andy Cole and Casey Keller playing this game. So, did you say, like, the next contestants are Andy Cole and Casey Keller? Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, what? Hang on. What, really? Because <laughs> this is 1995. Andy uh-huh. Cole, 40-goal a season. Yeah. He's at Newcastle, <laughs> isn't he? He's still at Newcastle, aren't he? Um, uh-huh. I mean, why those two? I don't know why. How they got them, how Andy Cole's allowed to do it. He's scoring 42 goals or whatever that year for Newcastle. Uh-huh. Why he's there, why he's allowed to do it, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what a weird matchup of people. Because Casey Keller went on to have a good career for Fulham and, um, uh-huh. and Spurs. He was there for a bit. I think mm-hmm. he's, he's one of the America's most like cap players. He played in America. Just read a good piece with him, actually. Like a look back at his career, it was really interesting. But at the time, uh-huh. he was Millwall keeper. And Millwall were like, were nothing. Like, I mean, obviously Millwall fans care very much about that club. But uh-huh. like, other than West Ham, I think nobody else does. And yeah, the only thing I, I think remember, one... I think Don Hutchison got sent off. Don, no, no, no Don Goodman. Don Goodman. Don Goodman yeah. got sent off for headbutting him or something in a game. That's, that's right. The only yeah, thing that's... I can remember from that period. That's, that's I'm the, the same. That's... that's all I can remember about him, really. So just, it was weird. From Don Goodman. We had to see those two come on um, and play this game. I don't really know like what 
anybody benefited from it. You know what I mean? Like, what? Why? Casey Kyle was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." How much would he have got an appearance fee? Like, I mean, I, I think you're, you're uh, missing how big a show this was. I guess because there was there was some pretty. I mean, there's the one where Frank Skinner's on playing a, a football I game and stuff so, like I that. Suppose, yeah. So it, it, I think these these kind of football are sort as an opportunity to sort of just get themselves on on TV, really, and picked up any opportunity they could get. I mean, there's there's another good bit with Dominic Diamond where he, he asks the guy next to him who's commentating how to play the game. And he says, well, they've, they've tweaked the rules a little bit or the gameplay, and you, it's a passing game now. Yeah. And he went, he says, uh, well, Casey Keller's got not going to do very good. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but he's from Millwall. <laughs> and he like looks over his shoulder yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, so, that yeah. Funny. But I mean, Andy Cole is like a cult of personality, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's what a joyous man. I mean, it's a strange because I was thinking I met Andy Cole about this time. Um, Did you? I I was saying met him like I, I wasn't at a house or anything. I was at a football game and he was sitting <laughs> behind us and asked for his autograph. I mean, you could just tell he was an entirely boring very serious yeah. man and I was talking about last night actually when I was in a pub because I was talking about like, I'd watched this Games Master with me mate yeah. Mark and um, we'll talk about Andy Cole because in the last couple of years he's had a couple of like big interviews talking about depression and he's yeah. had kidney problems and stuff and mm-hmm. his wife's left him because he went into like a real funk about he hates his appearance because he's, he's bloated because of steroids and the yeah. his body was like rejecting the kidney and stuff like that uh, he's had like really serious deep interviews with him and stuff and mm-hmm. I was thinking fucking hell because he was miserable before like <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ like I'm not making light of the stuff he's gone through but no. Jesus he was fucking serious and miserable before yeah. he had seemingly problems and um also if you've read Kevin Keegan's book which is funny um Keegan's basically when he leaves from Man U, Keegan just gives up on him. So Andy Cole lives in, he lives in Crook or something like that in County Durham. So he doesn't live in Newcastle on the Quayside, like where you know, the likes of Warren Barton and all of those guys would have been. He doesn't um, like live in Durham City Centre like some players would in a big mansion. He lives in a little village outside of Durham on his uh-huh. own, like just in a normal like semi-detached house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he tells Keegan he's just doesn't really feel like he's integrated with people and stuff like that. And Keegan mm-hmm. just like, oh, I thought it was a bit weird, so thought better to sell him. Like <laughs> that was like he's like got problems, but Keegan's just like, ah, oh, oh, can't yeah. be bothered with this. <laughs> different, <laughs> different time again. I mean, the yeah, one absolutely. thing I, I I remember about Andy Cole is that rap song he made. He called Andrew was Cole then, wasn't he? Yeah, changed his name. And was it called Marvelous or something like that? Yeah, Mar- Marvelous, yeah. Outstanding, that's outstanding. it. I know, and yeah. also, Wardy, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, he bought it, I always remember. I never minded Andy Cole, but, I mean, he's got fucking absolutely nothing to say for himself. He looks yeah. a million times cooler than Casey Keller, who couldn't look more American if he tried. <laughs> he's got he's a very awful, strange ghetto. Awful hair, fucking slacks. Yeah. That are like up to his chest and a uh-huh. huge baggy. He looks like he's on like um, party of five or something like that. Like it's really, really crap, boring. Get up for a man in his mid twenties. <laughs> I know. 
he's he's dressed very strangely. That's why I'd say about Casey Keller. <laughs> and it, it was no surprise he lost all of his hair like the next year or whatever. You know, it, was, <laughs> it was a bad outfit. <laughs> it was a bad outfit. Definitely was. So that I mean that's that's the the second episode. Um, the first one, the first ever one, yeah. is another football game, though, yeah, isn't it? Is an, I think the only yeah. like thing to talk about in that one is the football bit. Uh, it is. Because, I mean, absolutely outstanding. It is. Absolutely brilliant. John Fashnew playing a game called Manchester United Europe. <laughs> Fash, Fash the bash. It's, it's, it's weird. So, basically, him and an Ipswich Town fan play each other uh-huh. in a game called Manchester United Europe, where one's, Liver, one's an all-star Liverpool eleven and one's yeah. Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's mental, isn't it? It's, a- it's absolutely crazy. I mean, I, I remember the look of this game because it looks exactly like one that was on the Mega Drive called European Club Soccer. Yep, yep. Which is another one that you could put a cheat in so that you could shoot really... You know, from the halfway <laughs> line and stuff. So uh, that's what I remember it as. Um, but it, it was more interesting for Fashion News Miss. Did you see his Miss? I mean, for a start, does anybody in the entire world like John Fashnew? Well, I mean, is it? Is it? I'm sure we're going to do gladiators and stuff like I would that love to at do some an point. On yeah. So I, I think we should reserve our judgments until we've actually watched a little bit of them. Do you know what I mean? I mean, but, I mean, he played for Wimbledon. He was a bit of a thug. I mean, his brother was probably a, a much better player than him, wasn't oh, he? Undoubtedly, I mean, undoubtedly. Yeah. I mean, you only have to watch five minutes. I think minutes he'd probably say and... that himself, wouldn't he? So, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll re- reserve judgment on on good old fashion. Until I'm we'll not reserving judgment watch. on him at all. I, I think he's an idiot, <laughs> and uh, he was. A fairly shit footballer, but obviously effective at what he did. Yeah, that, like that Wimbledon. He's a battering ram, wasn't he? But the thing with uh, Fashionu is obviously tried to intellectualize himself, like after the fact, didn't he? Like uh-huh. be a, a thinker and be a little bit more erudite yeah. and all of that. Like um, Chris Eubank. Yeah, like, yeah, like kind of similar to that, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Which maybe he was, and he just that side of him never came out. But um, so during this, he's trying to have a bit of bants with the uh, the young lad who's a little bit older than the other contestants, isn't he? Like this yeah. kid must be about fifteen or sixteen or something. So he's got yeah. a bit of banter about him as well. Um, but fashion, who's trying to have like crack with him and a yeah. little bit of football bants. Um, yeah. And then does the most incredible open goal miss anybody's <laughs> ever done on a computer game. It's amazing. It he's like it's, commentating it's, it's throughout as well. He's like commentating <laughs> on the game. Um, uh, so it, what, what happens is he, he, he's basically on the goal line, isn't he? He's on the goal line and he, he kind of loops this shot and hits the bar while on the goal line. I don't know how he, he did it. And it goes like out... <laughs> It goes further back. It does. <laughs> I don't know how he manages it. It was, I, I think mean, it's it one of those, like, funny. you know, when you hit the wrong button, like you hit the long pass button instead of yeah, I think, I think that's, that's obviously must have been what he's done. That's but it's exactly amazing, like, what he's on done. the line with the ball, uh-huh. kicks it, and it just goes straight up off the crossbar. <laughs> and, like, up, towards right? the halfway line. It's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But yeah, I mean, I mean that game had Les Seeley on its cover, so I think that tells you everything about that game. Dead Les Seeley, I think, isn't it? Is he? All right. I mean, I, I used to quite like uh, Les Seeley, actually. I used to like him and Nigel Spink. Yeah, I think they were both better than some of the people that played for England in goal at the time. 
uh, around uh-huh. those periods. Fucking Shilton was probably still getting picked. Fucking Woods. 95. <laughs> Chris Woods. Chris what was Woods the other game that they played? Uh, was it uh, the the shooting game? Because I remember that one in, oh. in arcades. Yeah, so that, that's another actually that was great. There's another bit that's worth talking about because mm-hmm. they get this arcade game where it's actually like a film. So it's mm-hmm. actors playing in this Western. Um, and they've obviously filmed loads of scenarios and you're, it's a first-person shooter. So in the arcade, you got like a replica Smith & Western or whatever, and you're shooting at yeah. the screen trying to get these bandits in the saloon and all of this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, so they play that. So they get the arcade game in and play that. Yeah. Um, but It's f- called Mad Dog McCree. That's, that's what it's it, called. Yeah. And what I remember it being really hard to play when you were a kid in the arcades, but fun because yeah. it was like a real life thing, it was, which is good. Uh-huh. Um, the fellow who <laughs> plays this, well, I mean... Well, for a start, <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like Bill Decker, doesn't he? <laughs> he also looks like he's probably a murderer, yeah. So it's all does. like 10 and 12 and 13-year-old kids, and then you've suddenly uh-huh. got a bloke who's like 35, uh-huh. <laughs> who brought up, who's a, a fucking dab hand at the uh, at he's this class. bad dog McCree. He's class at it. He's absolutely class, Bill Decker. And because he's class, obviously he wins the golden joystick, which is is what you win, isn't it? If you yeah, if you if win you the challenge, win the you challenge. get the golden joystick, which is make like it's kind of tongue in cheek. That it's meant to be a great prize, but obviously yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff, do you think that they could bring it back and people will watch it? Bring it back for us or bring it back for kids who like computer games? Well, it would, it would have to be for kids, wouldn't it? I mean, it, it, would, I just, it would have I don't to be. Think, I think there's just other stuff that they, they'd be like, why yeah. would I watch this when I can just go on YouTube and watch yeah. it live? I, I guess so. I guess you're right with that. Yeah. So it, it's, it's gone, has it? It's gone. It's in the ether. It's lived its life. Yeah. It's gone. It's in the past. But it was good chatting to people about it because we did a couple of polls on Twitter and Facebook about what footy game people preferred. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had Sensible World of Soccer, Absolute Classic, Championship Manager, 93-94, which I think was the second Championship Manager game. Um, yeah. The first FIFA, which was groundbreaking yeah. when it came out. And mm-hmm. um, ISS, ISS Pro, which I think was the second or third one, the first one mm-hmm. on the PlayStation, I think. Because um, the first one of them was on the SNES. I believe. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we did that. Um, Swaz came out the winner, Sensible World of Soccer. I mean, what a game. It did. Uh, oh, that's uh, just amazing. It's, never, it's just never been topped, has it? No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, for the, for the gameplay, it was just unbelievable. I mean, I, I didn't do very well at my uh, GCSEs, and Swaz was partly the reason for that, I think. Well, that I didn't man for me, do any revision. <laughs> it, it, I mean, Champman was a little bit before this for me, but uh, Swass, I just, I just loved it. It was unbelievable. The things that you could do. I mean, you could be an international manager if you, you, you did well. Do you know what I mean? You, which hadn't been done before. It was just up, and well, there was a, it came a after transfer sensible thing soccer. as well. So sensible soccer was great. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, I mean, such a simple. Graphics, a, a top-down, like, overhead view uh, football game. Very simple gameplay, but super addictive and just great fun. Not too complicated. Didn't take uh-huh. itself too seriously. Um, just great fun. And then this was the follow-up, which just added so much. 
like you say, yeah. you could t- you could transfer players. You could make yeah, tran- your own teams. You could change first, the names. That? that was the big stuff thing. like that. Yeah, Re- really, really good. You could play uh-huh. in a league and like as a manager and stuff like that and get promoted mm-hmm. and stuff like just incredible. But also you're playing it at the same time. So great gameplay. There was a game and I should have looked it up before now, but I've just remembered it. I had one that was kind of absolutely copied of Sensible Soccer in style, uh-huh. but it was yeah. like a bit... Mentler. Yeah, like because Yeah, I, I was going to say exactly the same yeah. thing. A dog would come on the dog pitch or a streaker. A streaker. You could yeah. like break people's legs and stuff like uh-huh. that. And I think it was very similar, but obviously took it a bit further. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's just came I've tried to look. I tried to look with doing this and I couldn't find what it was called. Um, but I remember playing that one where the, the dog would come on the on the pitch <laughs> and stuff like that. It's just, it's just absolutely class. And I mean, also, the other thing that Swass did as well, I mean, it, it wasn't just Swass, was it? It was Cannon Fodder as well, yes. which came out at the, at the same time. Sensible games. I mean, they were just so playable. They weren't my because Championship Manager was my pick. Um, yeah, and, out of these polls. Well, I probably have spent much more of my life playing Championship Manager or versions of it than Swass. But uh-huh. for me, I just don't think Swass has been better. Like Chapman still goes uh-huh. now, and there's different variants and all of that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. Swass is just people try. It just couldn't be done. It couldn't be replicated. The yeah. playability, the simpleness of it, the graphics, the mm-hmm. uh, the impact it had when it came out. Um, like this, you know, this when Pro Evo was in its pomp, and then FIFA took over from that, like in the mid two thousands and stuff. Like great, but there's nothing was better than mm-hmm. Swass. You told me to take off Kickoff Two when I suggested that, but there's a few people mentioned yeah. it. I told you it was a good game. A few people did. I, I can't remember playing Kickoff Two too much myself, um, and that's. I, I got you to add Championship Manager because that's my favourite. So yeah, that's, I think we'll probably do an episode on Championship Manager because so many people have got stories about it. There's and... so many stories. I mean, I've actually started playing it last night. The old um, one? The old one, yeah. I've got okay. a PSP, which is uh, can emulate Amiga games. Okay. So I'm, I'm currently York City sitting at the top of, uh, of Division 2. The first time I saw Championship Manager was... At Nobby's house, um, he had an Amiga. I think was the first person to have an Amiga, and it, it just blew me mind. We spent a New Year's sort of Eve at his house playing this game, and most have played it until you know five o'clock in the morning or whatever. It was absolutely unbelievable. But it, I mean, it just it was amazing. It was like even though it's just text and a database, that's all it is. Yeah, you would like immerse yourself in it. You know what I yeah. mean? You would like oh yeah, absolutely make make up sort of press conferences and things like that in your mind that's happening. And But we've had loads of people talking about stuff when we talked about this. Um, who we got? We got some... Yatesy said his favourite game of the era was GoldenEye, but that was on like the... That was yeah. on the next, next generation of games, wasn't it? Like N64 or something, GoldenEye, I'm sure. I think, I th- yeah, I think it was on the Super Nintendo. It was quite good. It was um, one of those, like... Game with a gun, but Yatesy B and Yatesy changed his mind, didn't he? He changed it to Zelda. Yeah. Totally different. How can you pick one and then go for the other? 
We met old mate Steve Jenks, who used to live out here, Stoke City fan. Um, mm-hmm. He was uh, listening to the uh, one we did on Marvelous. Um, he recommended kickoff two, and he also said that, uh, what was that, roller, roller ball? Roller derby? Or speed, speed, speed ball. ball. That one was speed good, wasn't it? Too, uh, yeah. uh-huh. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Murray, my old friend, lives in Prague now. Um, he's a football mm-hmm. coach. He, um, like so many of us will have done this, he said after his games on Sensible World of Soccer, he used to write match reports up and collate the ball and all of that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's weird how many of us probably did that in our own bedrooms and mm-hmm. didn't tell anyone or whatever, but we did it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> would definitely. I mean, there was a few, wasn't there? There was PI who went for championship manager. Uh, and then he mentioned Road Rash after that, didn't he? It was great yeah, he game. did. I, great I think game. it was the song that he was talking about with uh, from Road Rash. <laughs> and then we had Ian who had ISS. Uh, White, he had uh, Championship Being Manager, big I think. Man fan, wasn't he? Yeah. Your dad had Sonic the Hedgehog, which yes. hasn't really been mentioned. Um, another, Steve had Kevin Keegan play our manager. Oh, yeah, which, Steve Dunkley. I'd never yeah. played that before. I'd never seen it before. Had you not? No, I, I remember uh, going to a friend's house who who had a, a snares because that's what it was on and playing it, but not getting too much into it because I didn't have snares really, you know. Yeah, Hannah. Uh, I, I saw Hannah. Yeah. Yes. Well, you can see what Hannah's was. Well, he said uh, dizzy, which I was a massive part of me growing up. Dizzy, all of them. Uh-huh. First one, Treasure Island. Dizzy. I had all the different variations of it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I was always keen to give it a mention. I'm glad. Thank you, Hannah, for bringing it up because I think it would have gone under the uh, radar otherwise. The radar, yeah. Little uh-huh. fact about Dizzy, which I'm uh-huh. surprised my dad didn't mention on the back of this. He'll pipe up, I'm sure. He'll leave a message and tell us if I'm wrong. But uh-huh. my dad completed Dizzy, the first one, when we first got a Spectrum. We had, Dizzy was one of the few games we had. And my dad completed it. And Dizzy uh-huh. was like a, um, a platform game. And you were yeah. an egg, and you had to solve various problems and get through these different levels and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like a great game, really, absolutely brilliant. Well, that's classic. Um, it was brilliant. And my dad completed it, and then wrote a manual about how to complete it. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, did, I mean, I don't know where it is it? now. I bet it's in the loft. But yeah, he wrote a manual. <laughs> Everything's in the loft, in a clip. <laughs> it is all up there. All up there. Um, what a so, treasure yeah. trove the loft is. Oh, that's um, good. So yeah, I mean, he'll, he maybe he's got it. He might it might be at hand. Uh, he be. might know exactly where it is. But yeah, he did that, which was I don't know if he, I know he was That's like lending it out to people or whatever. But uh, he uh-huh. definitely did. Definitely That's did one. Class. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you can still buy things like that now as manuals and stuff like that without cl- complete certain games. So mm-hmm. he's he's before his time. Your dad, it's Mister Trick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what else? Rory Darby mentioned worms. Like that was. I worms, yeah. Worms. That was great. Great fun. Uh-huh. Uh, Randall went for cannon fodder. Yeah. Uh, Albert went for swass. Um, Scott, who was on uh, Twitter, went for a Mega Drive game called The Immortal, which I've never really heard of. No, I've never heard of that, but he had a, he, he had a very... Um... Explicit. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was harder than his dick in a fridge or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and the wife, Lisa... Um, she went for Columns, oh, which was columns. always a good one. Yeah. The Sega version of Tetris. Yes, but Columns was a little bit better with the colours and everything. I mean, still to this day, I, I, we play Columns to, together. Oh, do you? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, 
it's a good game, Columns. I remember my mom loving Columns as well and playing that. Yeah, it's good. So, mm-hmm. I used to like, um, is it called Brick or something? When you had like a thing at the bottom and you used to have to bounce the ball off the walls and, yeah. and get rid of all the bricks on the top and all of that. That's right, yeah. That, like, my dad used to love that. I loved that game. Again, really simple, uh-huh. and but addictive, yeah. and you'd get so uh-huh. fucking annoyed if you dropped, if the ball <laughs> went past you, you or you've missed it or whatever. Like, uh, yeah. I used to love that game. Yeah, there were some brilliant games. Um, Maybe I just need we'll... to get an old computer because, like, yeah. I don't like oh, an emulator. Games. Just get an emulator. I mean, because there's a lot from, like, you know, Commodore and um, Amstrad and stuff like that and Spectrum that we haven't talked about. So we might do that a little bit, a few episodes sort of later on, mate, uh-huh. all, all the real old stuff. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed Hold ramble on, on about you, this. Oh, do, you, do you want to do celebrity crime too? For, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Forget about I that. Knew keep, you would. keep listening. I'm not saying goodbye yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do celebrity crime too because this, okay. this was the first uh, quiz that we did, didn't we? On our, our oh, yeah, it was, I. So, yeah. Right. You know how it works, don't you? I do. I've got to Good. say what the crime was. Well, you've, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the name of the celebrity and how many years they get yep. or they've got, and you tell us the crime. So, yep. yeah. Katia the Bear. So that's a celebrity, is it? Like, is it an actual well, bear? It is in Kazakhstan. <laughs> and he went to jail. <laughs> yeah, they, they held a trial for this particular bear and everything in a, in a courtroom. Okay, I don't think it can defend itself very well. Maybe that's why well, I ended up there. There's, there's, uh, throughout history, apparently, there's a lot of uh, animals yeah, that have been trials. in courtrooms. <laughs> Various animals, pigs and that. Okay. Well, how long so, did this bear get? It got 15 years, this oh, bear. Hell, but I, guess, <laughs> uh, I think it's killed its uh, circus trainer, or whoever had it captured. It's mauled two people, this bear. But did they deserve Not just it, one. I don't know. I mean, they might have been messing with it. But there you go. Got, okay. They got 15 years. Uh, Chuck Berry. Who've, who've, we have long suspicions about Chuck Berry, don't we? Remember the rules. There's, there's no no sex crimes. I don't write the sex crimes. Oh, it's not a sex crime? <laughs> How long did he get? Three years. When was it then? It obviously not in the 50s. In his youth. In his youth. I thought he was like, he had a 14-year-old girl in his car or something, didn't he? He crossed the border and it was then illegal or something like that. I told you, no sex crimes. Well, he just had her in his car. I'm not saying that right. he did anything. It's just had in his car, did he? It was armed robbery. <laughs> okay. He committed armed robbery in his youth. Um, you'll know this at that. Charles S. Dutton. He got seven years. Seven years? Seven years, aha. Uh-huh. He was only 17, so he was like when he was young. I think he uh, robbed a liquor store. Manslaughter. Uh, boy George. <laughs> uh, how long did he get? Four months. 
I remember him doing community service and he's like, uh, in his outfit and he was having to like paint lines on roads or something, wasn't he? Uh, like he uh, chained up a boy to his radiator, didn't he? He did. He <laughs> assaulted and falsely imprisoned a male escort. Um, I so. think that falls under the sex crime. Category. I know it does. I know it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, actually... It didn't say that there was any sexual going on. No, I guess he wasn't uh, in prison for any sex wrongdoings. It was more that he chained him to a so, radiator and didn't let him out of his yeah. house. That's it. So they, that's okay. Um, the last one, Gino De Campo. Oh, really? How, yeah. This, how, this one's the how best. Long, how long did he get? Two years. Oh, wow. Was it for being uh, too attractive to mams? No. Oh. I should say for anybody who doesn't know who Gino De Campo is, he's like a celebrity chef, isn't he? But he's, he's like, is he actual chef or is he just on TV like cooking? Well, you know what I mean? he's a man on the telly that cooks food. Housewife's so, favourite, Gino De Campo. Chef, chef. You're going to like this one. So he got two years for theft, right? Uh-huh. But that isn't the funny thing. The funny thing was that he broke in a singer, Paul Young's house, right? <laughs> and he stole four thousand pounds worth of guitars and a platinum disc. <laughs> like one of Paul Young's platinum discs. For uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen to a bit Paul Young yesterday. Adam. Wherever you lay your hat, yeah. he's nicked that one. Maybe he went to get his. Maybe he went to get his hat back. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, well, that's what he did. Uh huh. and apparently he was on um, this morning because Gino De Campos. Uh, it was again when he was like a, a youth or whatever. Was he like just an obsessed fan? <laughs> well, not according to what I've I got read. to get to Paul a... Younger's house. <laughs> he was an opportunist. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently they had, because Gino DeCamp was on a thing called This Morning, they had yep. Paul Young on as a guest. Oh, did they? When he was on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That'll happened? be good to find out. I don't, I don't, we're gonna have to find out. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to search out what. We like when Alan Shearer and Rude Hullet are next to each other, like in the studio, much <laughs> of the day. Well, yeah. So <laughs> that is definitely. He was like, he he didn't class Paul Young's platinum success for the cover of Marvin Gaye's "Wherever I Lay My Hat." That's my home. <laughs> so he wanted to go and take it from him because he felt he didn't deserve it. <laughs> oh, that, that could be the reason why he stole think, his platinum disc. I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. Does Paul Young even play the guitar? What's he got guitars? No, Randy I thought Sanchez he was for? just a face and a singer, isn't he? He's he's just a good looking man, isn't he? With not, a, uh, a good voice. I remember my mom and dad went to see him and I think they said he was not so good looking anymore. Was he not? Yeah. That's disappointing. Since Donna. <laughs> it's a good one, isn't it? It is. I, I like Paul Young, me. What's, I'm his, sure what's his, uh, his actual hit? Like, like that was there's, there's a, a one at the end of uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is uh, a very sort of you know gets you, you the tears going and stuff like that. What is it? What's I'm sure. I know you'll have to find that. Oh, what is it? I'm going to Google Paul well, Young hits. Right, songs, do it. Just songs. Um, ah, every time you go, that's away. it. Yeah, that's that's the one at, at the end of the uh, plane, trains, and automobiles. Oh, what's this? Is it um, come back and stay with me? Oh, that yeah, one, that's tonight. pretty good. Good, that one, isn't it? Aye, so he is good, 
he's, he's, he's also got oh, a song yeah. from 1983 just called Sex. <laughs> <laughs> like it's George Michael. I am Madonna. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can you hear it? What? I didn't get that at all from until the film of chorus. Again! It's incredible. Nice. I'm going to say this live on the tube. So a couple of female backing singers. Mm-hmm. And ambitions are low. <laughs> Okay. Right. All right. Then, well, thanks. Thanks, Brett. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get us yeah. on Twitter at F Circus Pod. Get us on Facebook. It's the name of the podcast, and you can uh, you can tell us what you think. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. until next time, we'll see you later. So, hope everyone has a lovely week. Yep. Bye. Bye, everyone. See you later. Bye, everyone. Bye, see you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 